Welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Krista Gunn. I am one of the teachers here at Spotted Dog Yoga. And this morning I have the honor and privilege of interviewing one of our other teachers, Annette Alondis, this morning. If you've taken any one of her classes or you have any kids that have taken any one of her classes, you know how fun her classes are. But what you may not know is where she grew up, what she likes to eat, what she does outside of helping us run and teach here at the studio. And so this morning, we're going to chat with Anetta and have a great conversation. So welcome to Play Hard and Like Big Radio. Anetta, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes. So tell us all the important stuff about you. Where did you grow up? Family? Did you have any pets growing up? Where did you go to school? All the important stuff. Yeah, so I grew up in Poland. Um, I moved to the United States when I was 18. And uh, actually, I grew up on a farm. So we had a lot of animals, all you can think of, cows, pigs, horses, bunnies. Oh wow. I could just like go through the dictionary. <laughs> uh, so, and it was really fun, really, really fun. Um, yeah, I grew up playing in the dirt and um, yeah, drinking straight from a cow, cow's milk. Yeah. So uh, that was my childhood and yeah, and I lived there for 18 years and I moved here right before my 19th birthday and yeah, I've gone back only maybe four times. I wish I could have done it more. Mm -hmm. And my family came here as well to visit me because they're all back in Poland and I'm here. Um, yeah, just me. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you had some maybe different chores growing up than some of us might have had because I didn't grow up on a farm. I mean, I grew up like near, like outside, like being outside all the time and stuff like that. And like to take the trash out, like you had to drive a four wheeler, like a mile to the dumpster down the gravel road, but like what were some of the chores that you had growing up on the farm? So, um, I did not like summer or fall because mm -hmm. that was harvest time. Mm -hmm. So like in the summer, you know, some of the kids who lived in the cities, you could get to, you know, like go and have fun and go mm -hmm. to the beach and whatnot. And, you know, we had to like pick strawberries for like a week every day <laughs> in like a, you know, in the heat mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, pick cherries, we had cherries, and I remember, you know, uh, my dad dropping me off at a corner of a street, and I, <laughs> and I sold cherries, and yeah. one time I said, hey, I want to pierce my ears, and my dad, okay, let's make some money, so mm -hmm. I had two baskets of cherries, and then I sat on the side of the road, and I sold my cherries, and that day I went and I pierced my ears, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, looking back, that was just, like, so much fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a kid, you, you know, complain and, like, oh, I don't want to do this. But now I would do anything to go back to that time. And I would just be, like, the happiest person ever to go pick strawberries for a week in the sun 10 hours a day. Yes. Yeah. And not have all the noise and responsibilities of no. adult life. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really miss it. And I had the best childhood. That's awesome. So you mentioned strawberries, cherries. What other... Um, crops or foods did y'all grow? So we grew, like my parents made flour from scratch. Oh wow. And um, like, so we had um, also like apple orchards mm -hmm. and like potato fields. So that was a fun task in the fall. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, there was just like so many, so many things that mm -hmm. I can think of. And um, and we had like some greenhouses and we grew tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchinis and so all that, you know, we wanted potatoes for dinner, you know, you grab a shovel, go dig some out. Yeah. And it was also really great and organic. And mm -hmm. um, so I grew 
grew up, you know, being really healthy and eating good, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, what's for dinner? And you're like, well, what's in the backyard? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, speaking of when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, man. I think I wanted to be a singer, but don't ask me to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. That didn't turn out how I planned, but I remember being a young girl and, you know, having a pretend microphone and mm -hmm. sitting on, on, on the rooftop somewhere, on a rooftop of a shed and pretending <laughs> like I was having a concert was singing to all the, you know, chickens. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So yes, I wanted to be a singer, I wanted to be a pop star. <laughs> I love that. I could see you as a pop star. Oh my god. <laughs> I won't ask you to sing, don't worry. No. <laughs> um, did you play any sports growing up? You know, I wasn't very much into sports mm -hmm. growing up. Um, the only sports that I did is what we had in PE. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because, uh, and actually, you know, for fun, we played like soccer with the neighborhood kids and it yeah. was just like a mixture of boys and girls and mm -hmm. we did it for fun. But I didn't play any like sports in school, mm -hmm. high school, nothing, no. Yeah. So over in Poland, because educate me on this, you have elementary school or how does school go? Elementary, middle, high school, same as it is here in the States? Yes. So right now it is like that. Mm -hmm. But when I grew up, um, when I was growing up in Poland, we had elementary school and then kind of for eight years and then straight high school. Okay. So we did not have that middle school division, mm -hmm. but we do have it now. Yeah. So like my sister, um, yeah, she, she has that, like mm -hmm. the three different, um, yeah, elementary school, middle school and high school. And I did not have that. I had just, I went to school for eight years to like one institution and mm -hmm. then I went straight to high school. Yeah. Do you have a big school or small school? It was a small school and mm -hmm. everybody knew everyone because mm -hmm. we just lived in a super small town and then, yeah, it was very, very small. I, I can't tell you how many kids were in yeah. there, but it was small. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but sometimes those small schools like where you know everybody, like that's the best because mm -hmm. then you don't get lost in the thousands and thousands and thousands of other kids that are there. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. There was like 150 kids, maybe. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So when and how did you find yoga? So I found yoga. I live in Fair Oaks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go to Trader Joe's. Like, it's my favorite, favorite store. And they had a yoga place outside of Trader Joe's. And it said on there, like, seven days free, you know, trial. Mm -hmm. And I heard about, I mean, I knew about yoga and I had friends who were yoga teachers and I've mm -hmm. always wanted to try it. And that was about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I signed up for the three weeks and like I went the first time I'm like, whoa, like I felt so good. I like, wasn't sure what was like happening. Like mm -hmm. I had to go again. So I went for that three week and then I signed up for like, a, I found like a group on and I signed up for a month. And, um, and after that, I was just hooked, but I wanted to check out, like see what different studios were about. Mm -hmm. So I tried all different studios in the area. Mm -hmm. I did like 30 day trials everywhere. <laughs> and then I loved Spotted Dog Yoga the most. And I stayed and I've been here for, I would say three years. And yeah, never looked back. So I'm so happy that, you know, I went to the grocery store that one day and I wanted to try it because that changed my life in so many ways. That's awesome. 
So how long after starting to take yoga did you think you wanted to teach yoga? Um, maybe like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. It didn't take very long and I always admired yoga teachers. Mm -hmm. I thought they were super cool. <laughs> and then, you know, and I wanted to learn what they know because mm -hmm. it's an incredible knowledge to have. And I, yeah, so I started to develop um, passion for that. And then one day Nick Clark asked me, like, if I wanted to be a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this is actually possible. And then he planted that seed in my head, like, actually, I think I could be a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. yeah. And did you start out teaching adult classes first or kids' classes first? So I started with kids' classes. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, when I, right after the training. I also did some yoga at the park for yoga moves. Mm -hmm. So I did that like a, maybe like once a month throughout the summer. And I also taught uh, yoga at Sutter School Elementary, just mm -hmm. like an after school program. And then I started with kids classes at Spotted Dog. Then my next class was restorative class, which was 90 minutes long and so amazing. Uh, and then power game so that was last but I started with kids because my background I was a, a preschool teacher so I have background with kids yeah how long were you a preschool teacher for uh, five years five mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a fun age yeah, it, is. it is. Yeah, kept me on my toes for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> that in addition to yoga, I was in like a good shape. <laughs> yes, <laughs> always running around chasing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the color of your first yoga mat? Yes, it was black and green. Do you still have it? I still have it. Yes. And it has, you know, like if somebody like bit chunks out of it mm -hmm. because I've used it so much and I did my actually uh, my teacher training, like yoga teacher training, mm -hmm. using that mat, and I never wanted to get rid of it because, you know, it was like one of those like $20 mats, mm -hmm. and, you know, the pieces were coming off of it, but it just got so much meaning to me mm -hmm. that I just could not... Yeah, you couldn't rid, part ways you know. with it. Yeah. I'm really sentimental when it comes to parting with things. So yes, no, I am the, too. That mat, no, I'm like, I have a closet with things that mean so much to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't don't throw away anything in this closet. No, 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 no. There's a lot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so is yoga your uh, full time teaching yoga your full time job or is there anything that you do outside of teaching yoga? Uh so uh yeah, I do. I have actually three jobs. <laughs> so I I am a nanny, so I do that twice a week and then I work for Baptiste Institute, which I do when I don't do the other jobs. <laughs> and then I work here at Spotted Dog Teaching and doing front desk, so yeah, I'm here quite often and it's my favorite. What do you do for the Baptiste Institute? So I, uh, I record videos, I, uh, and I edit videos as well, lead webinars for uh, Baron Baptiste, and uh, in general support the team of what they need, mostly with content that um, that has to do with video editing and mm -hmm. uploading and and all that stuff, like creating uh, images. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is really important nowadays with all the digital stuff that people are creating and bringing on for people who either can't travel, you know, internationally or that aren't comfortable with.
them. Mm -hmm. It's like the digital space is extremely important now. Yeah, and I yeah, and I help people. So if I do like to become a teacher or research on tier, mm -hmm. I help them with that as well. Awesome. Yeah. So if you could travel, we're gonna get into a couple hypothetical questions. Okay. If you could travel anywhere in the world to teach yoga for a month, where would you go? globe <laughs> <laughs> well Glenn and Jim said that they wanted to teach yoga on a cruise ship so they could go to a bunch of different places Ooh. so if you want to join their cruise ship staff you can join them and we're going to create a, a spotted dog yoga cruise <laughs> you know I've always you know I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind is like Bali but I feel like that's just something like mm -hmm. it's been it's been a pretty a popular spot, mm -hmm. but uh, then on the second thought, I love the mountains, mm -hmm. so I would think I would love to do it in Switzerland. Oh, that Alps. would be cool, yeah. Yeah, so just, you know, with those like big white mountains behind mm -hmm. me and the green fields, I would totally love that. I think Switzerland, like that area, yeah, that mm -hmm. area, beautiful. Yeah, so I would I travel to Switzerland and take yoga from you. Yes, that would be really <laughs> perfect. What's the coolest place or the coolest yoga class you've ever taught? Oh man. I, I don't think I can pinpoint one because they're all so different and so fun and each yoga class that I teach is, is different. Mm -hmm. And I take something new from each single yoga class. So I don't have one particular that's like super fun because they're all have like such amazing value mm -hmm. and they all bring something new that I can't just pinpoint one and like I love all the classes of all the teachers that spot a dog and I have fun with the kids like I will you know I like every class is amazing like this morning I just taught kids class and it was super fun you know we just goofed around did some yoga did some poses and heard you know the kids were giggling and super fun and it's the same with adults just having fun and being in the moment so every single class is my favorite I can't just say one. <laughs> that's awesome okay going back to your um, childhood thinking of wanting to be a pop star okay if you could create your own type of like yoga festival or yoga event where you were and you brought in a bunch of people it wasn't just it didn't have to be just you but you had a yoga event or a yoga festival, what would it look like and where would it be? Okay, so immediately, <laughs> when you said yoga festival and where I would want it, I've always wanted to have like a big barn, big old barn with like haystacks around and just in a field with like cool lights hanging above. Mm -hmm. So that would be it. Maybe that's the farm side of me growing up, but definitely nothing to do with like a pop star status but I would like it to be in nature in a field in a barn and you know where people can um, do yoga and then enjoy some time out, outside in nature sitting on a haystack drinking smoothies yeah so just being like all natural you know have like a big slumber party later laying on pillows in a field with mm -hmm. like a big projector watching cool movies yes um, and yeah wake up every morning do yoga class and go to bed, do restorative yoga before, and hike and explore around. I love that. Yeah, just all nature. 
festivities. Yeah, I love that. I would go to I would go to that yoga festival too. I have, a, I have an image in my head. Yeah, even the barn. I love it. It's like falling apart, but it's still. <laughs> but those are the, the best. Those are the best type of environments, and um, to have an environment that's got character and it's got a story yeah. to mm-hmm. it. You know, sometimes the newest and the most pristine and the most like high tech is not you know what's needed, especially in yoga when you're trying to like peel away the layers and yes. just get to the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, um, when you're not teaching classes or um, leading the kids' class or working for Baptiste Institute, what are some of your favorite things to do? So spending time with my son and my two cats. What are your cats' names? Poppy. And it's funny because they her nickname is Popster. <laughs> <laughs> and Tahoe. Yeah, my older cat's name is Tahoe. I love that. And how old is your son? My son's eleven. He will be twelve in February. So I like spending time with him and also just being out in nature. I didn't get to do it very much like recently, mm-hmm. but I would really love to reconnect and start traveling more. Mm-hmm. Um, and just going hiking and being in nature, I always feel like I always have to work, which mm-hmm. I'm trying hard to find that balance. Yeah. Um, it was definitely much easier having work that was like eight to five, and mm-hmm. then I ha- had that specific time, but uh, I'm really grateful, grateful for you know everything right now, for all the changes that happened. But yeah, my favorite thing is definitely being out in nature with my son. That's awesome. Yeah, if you want to see some beautiful pictures, you can follow Anna on Instagram. She's got you've got some awesome pictures from Tahoe and all your adventures around here. They're so pretty. I'm like, how does she do it? <laughs> all right, to wrap up, I've got a couple rapid fire questions. Okay. Don't think about them. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> Gum or mints? Gum. Sauce on the side or sauce on top? Sauce on top. <laughs> Fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. Hot or cold? Hot. Morning or night? Morning. Mountains or ocean? Mountains. Drive or fly? Drive. <laughs> I hate flying. Do you really? I Yes, I know. When I'm in the airplane, I'm like, yeah. you know. So if you could drive to Poland, you would drive to Poland? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. <laughs> there was a bridge across the ocean. <laughs> or like a tunnel underneath. Although maybe not, I'm claustrophobic. Okay, so not the tunnel, a bridge over over to the other side across the pond. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming, Anetta, and joining us on Play Hard and Love Big Radio. If you haven't already, check out all of our other episodes. You can watch the videos on our Facebook page or listen to our previous episodes on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to tune in. We'll have more podcasts throughout holidays. And if you have any podcast topics, please let us know. We're always looking for topics for the new year. So thank you so much for joining us. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you.